Hello, City Paper readers. What you're about to hear is our attempt to give everyone a little literary escape. Listen, we love journalism, we really do. But after a year like this, we think we could all use a break. That's why we asked seven local writers to share their best fiction, essays, poetry, and lyrics with us for a veritable Santa sack of stories. So pour a cup of cocoa and curl up next to the fire, or fan, and enjoy our annual lit issue. Why Can't His Name Be Stipe by Allende Moer Waring. It's been 12 and a half years now, and that question still pops up in my head. In fact, on most occasions while I'm enjoying a beer or two with friends and my wife is around, the story ends up popping up like Christmas elves at the mall. It just won't go away. And for good reason. We made a deal. She lost. I won. That's it. What was the bet about? I have no clue now, and I probably forgot hours after we made it. But I do remember one thing. We were having another son, and his name was going to be Stipe. Middle name, it didn't matter. But I knew it would fall in line with our overall thinking and belief in a name that was unique and memorable. So what's his name going to be, her mother asked. Stipe, I responded proudly, poking my chest out just a bit and flexing a little bit of that male muscle that pulsated through my veins? No, we're not. His name is not going to be Stipe, my wife promptly responded. What do you mean his name isn't going to be Stipe? It's not. I'm not naming my child Stipe. What ensued was a long conversation on the finer points of integrity and word is bond. This dug deeper into the importance of marital connectivity and proper spiritual alignment, all my terms, and ultimately led to our son not being named Stipe. Of course, I didn't give up so easily. I pushed for Stipe up until after our son was born, though I had already agreed to his name. Between you and me, I strongly considered telling the delivery nurse his name was Stipe when my wife was still groggy and feeling good from the epidural. Yeah, babe. You changed your mind and told me to name him whatever I wanted. I could hear myself apologizing to the nurse as she wrote up a second birth certificate for our son and shot me a fool look. On second thought, nah, I couldn't do that. I had to keep my word. So I waited for three years, as a matter of fact, until we found out we were pregnant again. It was a foregone conclusion that our third son's name would be Stipe. Nah, homie, it ain't happening. His name is Kingston. I had lost my chance on Stipe. That ship had sailed. The tide had come in and the beach was eroding. There would not be a Stipe in the Waring household. Well, kinda sorta. The truth is Stipe was and will always be a part of my existence because Michael Stipe is, in case you didn't know, the lead singer of a band called R.E.M., though they've officially split up at this time. And that's my favorite band. Like, I'm a member of the fan club and had REM stickers on my bomber skateboard a couple of years ago while I was in my late 30s. It wasn't always that way. In fact, there was a definite period of time where I wouldn't even entertain listening to a song by REM. REM? What? There was a group of girls in my high school that loved REM and the Pixies the Sundays, and everyone else of that same ilk. 
on the rare occasions when we could play music at school, I remember them playing R.E.M. At the time, Stand and The One I Love were big hits. I couldn't stand, no pun intended, either song. I was into Public Enemy, X-Clan, Guns N' Roses, yep, Living Color, EPMD, and a lot of everything else. Sure, I had always had an eclectic and varied taste in music, but the hippie southern rock love fest that came from bands like R.E.M., 10,000 Maniacs, the Allman Brothers Band, and others simply were not my thing. Ironically, this all changed during the first semester of my freshman year at Morehouse College, a historically black school in Atlanta. Yes, the same Morehouse that produced Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., Atlanta Mayor Maynard Jackson, Spike Lee, Samuel L. Jackson, Edwin Moses, etc. Dear old Morehouse, that bastion of rock music, especially for bands with sexually ambiguous singers from Athens, Georgia, by way of St. Louis. Yes, that is where I learned to love R.E.M. The truth is, Morehouse College, an all-male school, was full of guys just like me. Guys who had attended primarily white high schools, who at the time were in search of their own true identity, while navigating the social makeup of a school that fostered academic excellence, social aptitude, and endless competition while also reinforcing an Afrocentric perspective to life. We were all there to grow and become leaders in our respective fields. This sounds precisely like the place to get reacquainted with REM, right? Right? It turns out for me it was. I remember sitting in my room one evening and the familiar organ intro of Stan came blasting from three doors down across the hallway. It immediately caught my attention and I went to see who was playing it. It was a guy named John from some rural city in Alabama. He was there with four other guys, and I believe they were playing cards and listening to this. That evening, when everyone left, I asked John if I could borrow his tape. For those that may not know what a cassette tape is, Google it. I popped it in and began listening to every song on R.E.M.'s first major record label release, Green. I listened to Pop Song 89, Get Up, You Are My Everything, Stand, Worldly to Pretend, and The Wrong Child. Then I flipped the tape over and listened to Orange Crush, Turn You Inside Out, Hair Shirt, and I Remember California. Then I repeated the process. At the time, I didn't even bother to listen to Untitled, which would one day become my all-time favorite song. As I listened to Stipe's vocals, and the melodic rhythms, I immediately thought back to myself sitting in my pre-calculus class in high school with Kim, Tess, and Allison. It was the last day of school. They talked about boys and surfing and wore shirts with R.E.M. and Ziggy Marley pictures on the front. As Green played in my dorm room, I drifted through many of my high school experiences and began to get homesick. Homesick? Me? I had been so ready to leave and go to college that I came three weeks early. I couldn't wait to get away from Hanahan. That is, until I heard R.E.M. Reminiscing was refreshing, and it made me realize just how good things had been. When life was really simple, and I didn't have to worry about scholarships and classes. I missed my old high school friends, 
and judging by the songs that drifted through the hallways, my doormates did too. Listening to Barry, Buck, Mills, and Stipe reawakened this rich creativity in me. I had known it was there. It made its presence known when I was in the sixth grade, but I had put it to rest. It was useless until now. I began to write down my thoughts, simple things at first, and then I got an idea to write a movie about my college days. As the years wore on, I dipped in between listening to the latest REM albums and truly ingesting their old ones. Murmur touched my soul and I wrote an entire screenplay to the perfect circle. Talk about the passion inspired me to create something that I had never done before, which was a Broadway musical. Life's rich pageant, document, automatic for the people, monster, out of time. They all traveled with me as I crisscrossed the country. Half a world away harvested a deep and indomitable friendship between my brother and I that still grows to this day with R.E.M. as the backdrop. It didn't matter what Stipe's sexuality was, or that he was part of a band from Georgia, or that they were white and I was black. What mattered was that they evoked an emotion within me. R.E.M. and Michael Stipe changed my life. He helped me recognize that writing, no matter what I was writing, was a gift and should be shared. And for that, I'll always be chasing Stipe. I wonder if we have a daughter, would my wife let me name her Stipe? Probably not, but it's always worth a try. To read and hear more, visit charlestoncitypaper.com slash lit issue. <laughs>